mini bosses. Today I want to talk about was Santa good to you this year? You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. Anna Shergunina is here. I hope you had a great holiday and I wanted to ask you a question. I just started to think about this. If you got everything you wanted on your Christmas wish list and it really doesn't matter how many material things we get, it just never feels like there is enough. So I wanted to talk about this this feeling of having enough, of being enough, of getting enough. It certainly does not come from all the material possessions that we have and all the things that we um, continue to accumulate. And, you know, the reason I'm talking about this today is we're kind of in the midst of this holiday season right now. In the worst year possible that the world could experience, yet it's still very interesting to see the dynamic um, around what's happening with 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 people, the the spending still continues to go on, to, to 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 go on. Um, I mean, the life continues to go on, even though we're sitting here in pandemic. But I wanted to point something out that um, I think we all need to take a little pause and think about. But this feeling of enough, this feeling of satisfaction, doesn't really come from from us buying these things. Um, I'm interested to see what kind of data comes out after the holidays of how this holiday season went. Even though uh, we couldn't go much to the mall and you know, do all the regular Christmas shopping stuff. But it really comes from within. It comes from us doing the work on ourselves, on our habits, on our actions, and of course our thoughts. So even though I'm not really talking much about the the financial side of things it all it it is still very much relates to our finances because at the end of the day we'll have to face your bank account and credit card statements and really be okay with it um, beginning of next year so um, something else that I kind of uh, was thinking in, in terms of this I was looking over uh, reading doing my um, weekly reading and came up came across an article that talked about uh, the different uh, income levels um, and you know how people actually really spend and I mean everybody knows this notion that the more you have the more you tend to to spend and um, it, it's just uh, it's just astonishing to me that how um, it you know at different levels of income and you know some believe that the more you have the happier you will be and that's true right money does help us on um, with certain things but it's still it's still sad to see that how many people mis mismanage the money how poorly we still feel about our spending and how depressed 
some of some of us are out there. So I started to think that since New Year is just around the corner, how about we just reset? Let's not wait until January 1st because it's going to be just like every other year where we promise ourselves we're going to do better, we're going to we're going to do good. And I personally decided not to do any grand New Year's resolutions for this coming year just because I it's just because it doesn't feel that way. So I decided to start thinking about these things earlier and start having conversations. And it's really anytime I need a reset, I pause and I really start looking from within. There's an exercise that I do that I wanted to share with you guys um, that's been really helpful. I was talking about it with a colleague the other day. Um, I'm trying to search for um, a good Actually, yeah, there it is. I'm trying to search for a good link for you and I'll include it in the show notes as well. So it's called the wheel of life. It's it's really finding, it helps you find that balance um, that we all kind of strive for, although it probably doesn't exist, um, says the, the mother of almost two-year-old. <laughs> um, but it helps, it helps you kind of set your focus. And I like to visit this this exercise quarterly. So what it is, is it's a, it's a actually really a will uh, of life and it lists 10 different areas. So for example, you can put uh, in, so you draw a circle and then uh, on the outer part of the circle, you write 10 different areas. So you start with, um, and, and this is all, and then you're going to give yourself a, a grade from the middle of the circle, right? So like where the target is, you draw a line to that, to that particular um, area. So for example, your partner your relationships with uh, your family members, your work, your colleagues, team members. If you have any um, interests in sports, activities, how are you as a as a leader in your community? Whatever the ten things, there's some templates that you can actually get. Um, but it really trying to address and cover and help you think your friends. That's actually one of the areas that's always low on my radar. And so you give yourself a grade, you give yourself a grade of how you feel at this point on, on the scale from zero to 10 or from one to 10. And then what you do is you connect the dots. And so you have the circle that's perfect and round. And then you, in the middle of the circle, you have this line that looks, it's all connected, right? That looks like something, something, something is off. And so it helps you understand like, okay, so for example, if, if right now I feel like friends are at the bottom of my list and it's understandable because we're all still going through a big pandemic here and um, the country's mostly, right, still under shutdown orders, at least here in California. So of course your friends um, in a relationship with friends um, are not as robust as they used to be. So it helps you really see where are you going to focus and um, you know where you may be lacking things that you never thought about. I'm going to include the link to this in the podcast notes, but here are the three areas that I wanted to highlight for you that really helped me to stay sane in a lot of these um, situations and, and moments. So the first one is, is focus on what you can give. And I know you've heard me say this before, but I'm still focusing on giving because I believe that in order for you to get, right, in order for you to get that satisfactory feeling, that enough feeling, you first really need to start thinking about giving in all areas of your life. So challenge yourself for next year is, is, is to do that. Number two is commit to yourself. And it's really a mental shift. We've been talking quite a bit 
um, in the last few episodes on this podcast about uh, the money mindset and the stories we tell ourselves and, and, and actually doing some of the work, hopefully changing that story. So it is a mental shift. So how are you going to stay on track with the promises you made to yourself to your clients, to your family, to your friends, and your kids. And um, I really take this for granted um, because I have a two-year-old. I talk about him a lot. Uh, My Liam is about to turn two in a couple of weeks, and I want to be true. I want to be setting a good example for him, not just next year, not just because this is kind of like that touchy-feely time of the year, holidays are creeping up. Um, but that's really a commitment on my part. And then my last suggestion is to set crazy goals. Now, it got to be unattainable, unreasonable. It needs to be scary because that's the only thing that's going to hopefully get you moving in the right direction of achieving them. I like the, the breakdown of quarterly, um, 90 days, call them quarterlies, call, call, call them 90 days run uh, runs because 90 days is not very long. Everyone can, can see past you know, past that. So what is it that you're going to do for for the next 90 days? That is all I've got for you today, my friends. And I do, I really do hope that you did get everything on your Christmas list and all your wishes come true and you do feel enough. But if you don't and you still need and want to do more work, then you just go on, rinse, repeat, and then do it again and again and again until you get it. All right, until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, Money Boss, thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember, you are the boss of your money.